0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the Patty Pop Culture Podcast. It is October 27th, 2021. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Hump day. This week has been really, really rough. It's still going to be really, really rough, but up until like Thursday night and then on Friday, I'll have a great weekend. I have a lot of fun Halloween plans. Do you guys have any fun Halloween plans? Okay, during this podcast... I'm gonna put you guys on to Kim, Kim Petras's Halloween album. I don't know if you've ever heard it before. All the gay people have heard it, but it's a Halloween album that um, pop star Kim Petras made. It has so many bops and bangers. All the songs dedicated to being like spooky and just having those fun, danceable Halloween vibes. I'll play it like in between the stories, but it's really fun. Um, also, today, today I woke up with a strange rash on my ankles, and I hope it goes away because that really worries me. Um anyway <laughs> hope your day is going better than mine. Um Today we're gonna talk about the new bachelor host. Yep, yeah, there's another new one. We're gonna talk about how much he is getting paid. Yeah, unfortunately it is a boy. We're gonna talk about why the most recent bachelorette and her fiance broke up after just three months. And then we're gonna talk about why JoJo Siwa and her girlfriend, who broke barriers, those two, broke up. Everyone is breaking up. And then lastly we're gonna talk about Squid Games and LeBron James saying how he doesn't like uh, the ending of Squid Games and what the creator of Squid, Game, Squid Games had to say to him. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Patty Folk Culture Podcast. Yeah. song so good that's like the lead single close your eyes off uh the halloween album called um turn off the light so if you want to go listen to the whole thing go type and turn off the light on spotify 10 out of 10 okay anyway let's get into the new bachelor host so there's another shakeup going on in the bachelor franchise we all remember when chris harrison was disgraced and canceled for supporting a contestant's racist behavior and i don't know if you guys saw that interview where he was like fighting like rachel Lindsay on it but it was gross. And I'm so happy he's gone. Um, and then you guys remember that Chris Harrison was replaced by two two past Bachelorette contestants, Tasha and Caitlin. Um, they had, a, I think two seasons. They were great. I loved seeing the two female hosts, having the two hosts, like energy was amazing. And the female energy, especially when they were helping Katie through her journey. Like I thought they should have been mainstays or maybe they should have a boy host during the bachelor and the girl host during the bachelorette. And then the host could kind of, oh my god, wait, the host could kind of be like a therapist slash host. And then that gives the job more of a description, more of something to do. Because Chris Harrison was just out here saying, this is the final rose of the evening. Like, imagine if it was more like a relationship coach who was the host. That would be so cool and like more interesting, since The Bachelor is kind of for people who like have been struggling to find love. Anyway, Taysha and Caitlin are out. They're gone. They're out of the franchise once again anyway there's a new host his name is jesse palmer hey just say anyway jesse palmer is going to be the new host of the bachelor franchise starting next season he is a past bachelor himself so i guess it kind of makes sense if you hear a motorcycle in the background i'm so sorry so i guess it kind of makes sense that he is the new host the bachelor likes to like keep it in the family when they're doing their new host or other jobs like wells being the bartender um He is a former NFL star. And when he was The Bachelor, he was the youngest ever. Um, So he was on The Bachelor. He was not very successful in his journey, unfortunately. Just like 90% of the other people who go on The Bachelor, they propose to someone and then break up within the next few months. That also happened to him. But since then, he has found love um, on his own terms. So I guess you can call that a success story. Maybe he took some lessons he learned from The Bachelor and applied it to his life anyway i don't know why he became the host was he like not that you guys can respond but was he like in the bachelor in paradise was he still tied to the franchise in some way i truly don't remember but he made a statement he said for more than 20 years the bachelor has brought the world's dozens of unforgettable love stories including at one time my own until they broke up Falling in love is one of life's greatest gifts and I'm humbled by the opportunity to return to the show as a host this season to offer the newest bachelor advice gained from firsthand experience. And I'm grateful to play a small part in his journey. I mean, yeah, I guess that can be fun. I like when people like switch things up, to be honest. I like when there's new people every season, like do you guys watch the show? The challenge they need to like bring new people every season instead of doing the same old people all the time. So what I'm saying is there should be a new host every season. That keeps it more interesting. We were also bored of Chris Harrison. And like the Bachelor like fandom is huge. Like they'll love seeing past Bachelors come back to be like a guest star as the new host. Like that's fun. Who were like name some of the biggest Bachelors or Bachelorettes that you would love to see back. Like Sean. What is does that name? Sean and Catherine. Like you guys would love to see them back. They should have a new host every season. Anyway, do you guys want to hear how much he's getting paid? So little side note, Chris Harrison, before he was fired and disgraced, was making about eight million a year with his job. Just to say, ladies and gentlemen, this is the final rose of the evening. Um, eight million a year, that's wild. That's batshit crazy. He must have had one of the easiest jobs in America. Damn. Anyway, um, Jesse, even though he is very prevalent. In the franchise he is going to be making less than one million for his first year i know right so disappointing how is he gonna put food on the table with less than a million dollars to be the host but he's getting less than one mil i'm a little bored that we're getting another white straight host to be honest especially from a series that already lacks diversity and has a really bad rep for like extreme lack of diversity what was it for like 16 years they didn't have any black bachelor bachelorette that's crazy to me but whatever um i don't think it's really the best choice the producers on the bachelor <laughs> should probably be switched out the Bachelor is really going downhill the drama these past few seasons have been so staged and horrible i didn't even watch the last season with katie um i truly believe the show is on its way out like you know it's on its way out when they had to put two bachelorettes in one season to make it more exciting and there's so many other like better dating shows like on netflix so anyway speaking of katie the most recent bachelorette katie thruston has already broke up with the man who proposed to her at the end of her season less than three months after he proposed that is too bad i made a tiktok the other day about or the other week about the bachelorette success rate and it was only like 37 of the bachelorettes are actually still with the man that they proposed to so she's just bringing that ratio down it's probably like 33 now Anyway, are we surprised? No, I didn't even watch the season. So like, I don't know what their dynamic was, but they both posted the same um, statement on Instagram that said it is with mutual her and her fiance, Brian, ex-fiance. They said it is with mutual love and respect that we have decided to go our separate ways. We are so grateful for the moments we shared together and the entire journey that has unfolded this year. But we ultimately have concluded that we are not compatible as life partners. (gasps) And it is, most, it is the most caring choice for both of us to move forward independently. We ask for kindness and privacy as we both navigate this transition. Both of us will forever want the best for one another and ask you to please support our decision. That's a very PR response. And like, they literally copied and pasted that from Google. But anyway, that's too bad that didn't work out for them. At least they got a whole lot of clout. And now they can find <laughs> a new love interest. You know, The Bachelor in Paradise is still around, so... Let's move on and listen to more Kim Petrus. This song is called Wrong Turn. It's like a spooky Halloween song about, ooh, you're driving on Halloween night and you took the wrong turn, girl. Okay. i was just watching clips from the texas chainsaw massacre to like calm down is that weird it could be like cathartic to watch if you think about it just like watching all that violence it's really cathartic for you do you know what else is really cathartic to watch squid games so let's talk about squid games for a second so if you guys have never seen squid game it is a series on netflix right now that is set in korea and basically rich people super super rich people have picked about 500 poor people to play in a game where they play children's games but if they lose they die and whoever wins there's one winner they get i think it was like 45 billion dollars or something so that's the premise of the show anyway it is the biggest show on netflix right now it has been the most watched show netflix has ever had in the history of netflix and it hit that milestone in just a month there's been over 100 million watchers of this program it's a cultural phenomenon we're obsessed and so you think that the writer and creator of this show would be very very rich right now but that's not the case so i hope i'm saying his name right his name is huang tonio he is the creator and the director of this show he was in an interview talking about the success of squid games i believe for esquire and in the interview he said um he was basically asked if he's making a bunch of money you know if he's rich if there's been a big payoff for him and he said that he's actually not rich at all in regards to um how much money he he has he said but i do have enough i have enough to put food on the table and it's not like netflix is paying me a bonus netflix paid me according to the original contract a lot of people were really shocked by this because they're like how could the biggest hit on netflix not make this man rich like why isn't netflix paying them for all the added attention that he's giving them and not giving him a bonus but unfortunately that's really not how the system works they he sold them the rights for a certain amount of money apparently um in the contract there was no like performance related clause that would give him a bonus for however many extra viewers there were so unfortunately he was just given a set amount so uh, reportedly netflix is on track to earn 900 million dollars from squid game that's fucking crazy But guess how much, like for one show, for only nine episodes, that's crazy. But guess how much they paid um, to have the rights to it? 21 million. So that's a huge conversion. They're making about, you know, an $880 million gain from this. And not all of the 21 million is going just to this creator, of course, because so many people work on the show. So who knows how much he is getting. But so he said he's not rich at, at all but he has enough money to comfortably put food on the table, which of course is nice. Part of me think that's, think that's like really wrong because of how much attention he's bringing to Netflix and how much he's doing for them. Like there's some periods of time where Netflix doesn't really have any hits at all. So he's really helping Netflix a lot. I feel like they should show more appreciation to him. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, that's not what the contract said. So am I surprised was it, you know, he still got a decent amount of money. Netflix gave him a good deal. But honestly, at the end of the day, they should appreciate this man and how much work he did to make this series and give him more, Like especially because this is only the, the beginning. They're definitely going to hit over a billion. They could give him some kind of bonus, maybe for Christmas. I don't know. Anyway, um, the creator of the show, I said his name before, I'm nervous to say it again and say it wrong. He worked so hard on the show and he said it cost him so much stress that he lost six teeth in the process of making this show because he would work so hard in creating, writing and directing. He said it literally caused his mind and then body so much stress. He lost six teeth. It was physically draining mentally and emotionally draining. I kept having new ideas and revising the episodes as we were filming. So the amount of work just multiplied. That's crazy. And I heard it's taken him a long time to like sell this show to someone too. It's wild that we can just sit back and enjoy nine episodes of something and just be done with it after. But it takes someone like years and years and so much stress that they lose their teeth. Like this was really a passion project for him. And that makes me really upset that he's not getting a big bonus. Um, I really don't think that's right. I like, how could the people at Netflix? I'm not, but at the same time, it's like, it's not the people at Netflix's job to give him a bonus. Like that's not what the contract said, but come on guys, just do it. Like he's been through so much. Um, He said, it's possible that I have to do a season two to become as rich as a squid games winner yeah man just do a season two like even if the plot isn't perfect literally just do a, a season two you'll make a bunch of, of money from that and to have a better contract like negotiate a performance clause if you do it again which he will there will definitely be a season two so i hope he doesn't lose teeth this time either i think he should get some help to support him anyway last thing we're going to say about it um in that i just thought this was interesting in the interview he was asked Are you making a profound point about capitalism in this show? He said, and I think this reflects real life too, as to what is going on with him with this bonus that he's not getting. He said, it's not profound. It's very simple. I do believe the overall global economic order is unequal and that around 90% of people believe that it's unfair. During the pandemic, poor countries can't get their people vaccinated. They're contracting viruses on the streets and even dying. So I did try to convey a message about modern capitalism. and And as I said, it's not profound period we stand him and any if there's a season two you know i'm watching it because it's a great show if you haven't watched it go seen it but you definitely have um and for season two go watch it to support him Right, right let's listen to some more Kim Petrus this is a she's british actually she's german but she kind of talks like this anyway let's listen to some more Kim Petrus this goes along with squid games it's a song called there will be blood a little more information about Squid Games that on on a, a lighter note not someone you know getting taken advantage of on a lighter note LeBron James was doing a press conference and they were talking to him about Squid Games you know they like to talk to the famous athletes about pop culture sometimes and he said LeBron James had the nerve after this man put his blood sweat and teeth into this film he said when asked his thoughts on Squid Games all he said was I didn't like the ending wow Disredam spectful LeBron James. How dare you? That's a cultural phenomenon you're talking about. But as he should, in the in a hilarious clapback, Huang Donyo came for LeBron James's throat. So Huang Donyo was asked about this in an interview. Instead of just being like, okay, that's fine. Like, that's just his opinion and being polite, Huang Donyo said, all, all he had to say was, have you seen Space Jam 2? Uh. <laughs> he literally came for lebron james's film he said do you want to call my film bad bitch you had the lowest rated sequel to any movie probably ever i don't know if you guys know this but space jam 2 was one of the lowest rated sequels ever and it's basically like made fun of like tremendously every review basically said it was not good the plot was shabby all over the place and just terrible so good for Huang dono for not taking his shit and putting lebron right back in his place hell yeah he's not taking your shit he's had enough he then continued though and he said lebron james is cool and can say whatever he wants i respect that i'm very thankful he watched the whole series (laughs) he said at least he watched it bitch he watched all the way through um he but but he said that's my ending and i wouldn't change it period do you know how much he's stressed about changing that and redoing it? That's his fucking ending. And he doesn't need your opinion, LeBron James, even if you're LeBron James. Talk about how we stand. This man, Huang Donyo. what is his fucking Instagram? I'm going to go follow him or his Twitter. I hope he tweets. He sounds amazing. Anyway, yeah, that's what's going on. Um, some bad things, some good things. But his show is a success and it's been a lifelong project of his. So good for him. All right, let's move on. Listen to more Kim Pitches. This one is just called Knives. It's a, it's going along with the Halloween theme, but this one is just like a, a like a clubby Halloween banger. Okay, you'll get it when you hear it. Alright, last story is that jojo siwa and her girlfriend have broken up if you don't remember jojo siwa and her girlfriend like broke the internet when they got together this year because jojo siwa came out of the closet that was a really really big deal because she's such a young star and has millions and millions of young fans probably one of the most influential um below 18 probably the most influential um like celebrity under 18 she came out as gay which was a huge deal with her girlfriend And they were, like, lesbian icons together. But JoJo's representatives can confirm that they are broken up, Um, unfortunately. JoJo kind of, like, alluded to it when she was on Dancing with the Stars on the red carpet the other day. She said, I struggle when anything is new, and I went through something that was new, and I have never gone through it before. Alluding to a breakup, but she probably just didn't want to explicitly say it in the moment. Um, And it was tough, and it is still tough, and I cried about it last night. Oh. She said, I'm missing a piece of me that is the biggest piece of me. Isn't that so sad? Oh, my God. This is like her first actual breakup. That's so sad. I act like this is my first time seeing this quote. It's not. But it's still so sad saying it out loud. Apparently, they were having long-distance issues because JoJo is in L.A. Her girlfriend, not sure where she is, to be honest, but not in L.A., many states away. She said, we are just long distance and we had to say goodbye today. And I'm really, really sad about it It happens every time we say goodbye. Um, We wish we didn't have to do it ever. And that was in April that apparently long distance was starting to become an issue. And I guess it has just become too much of an issue now. So props to them for trying to make it work though. I feel like they really wanted to just to like carry the momentum that they had going with like literally like the cultural change that they were doing for their generation. I'm sure they wanted to, they felt pressure to stay together for that um but i don't think them breaking up is gonna like make anything that they stood for and still stand for go away i think their impact will still be felt um a lot and they made a huge change in the world so if anything they got that from the relationship and it seems like it was like a pretty good breakup like she's clearly very sad about it she didn't seem mad she just seems like obviously sad that it's over so it doesn't seem like the worst breakup um JoJo Siwa, if you guys didn't know, has the first ever same-sex dance partner on Dancing with the Stars. And she says, she's become her older sister and guided me through so many things. I think the one thing specifically that she guided me through is finding happiness within myself. So I feel like behind the scenes, oh, I would love a behind the scenes of this, of JoJo and her dance partner, like talking about her breakup and her dance partner, Jenna Johnson, um, giving her like life advice about this whole thing i would love to see that but anyway i'm so sorry to jojo and her girlfriend or her ex-girlfriend they had a great nine months but they're broken up and jojo can get out there get on the scene i don't know if jojo's 18 or almost 18 but her dating pool is about to expand jojo jojo don't look at this as a bad thing be sad in the moment and then move on girl you're booked and busy too so maybe focus on you jojo you have a lot of goals and aspirations jojo said she wants to perform the super bowl one day i mean and i support having big dreams and stuff but she definitely cannot be performing boomerang at the super bowl so she better get on some making some bops and i believe in her i could see her being a gay club icon so so good luck to jojo with the bobos right well thank you for coming to my podcast i hope you like talking about the tea with me um i hope you had some fun and go stream turn off the light and enjoy the rest of your wednesday thursday friday whenever you're listening to this and have a great halloween i will see y'all tomorrow bye Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.